Welcome everybody to the Spawn of Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. This is episode 222 of our show. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody in podcast land. Shout out to everybody in Twitch world. What's good? What's good? What's good? I'm joined this week and every week with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes church fans look good. It is Cicero Holmes. How are you, sir? Praise the Lord. It is <laughs> it is hot out here. It is hot. <laughs> And, yes. And oh, my sciatica is acting up. I got them easy spirits on with the big thick socks. Um <laughs> it is it is hot out here, child. Let me tell you. I'm about to go into my purse and get me a little a little uh peppermint or some sucking candies to to help me with my diabetes. <laughs> Goodness. I want you to be healthy. I want you to drink water. I want you to feel good about yourself, and I want you to be. I want you to be better because yeah. I want you to not be. I want you to not be uh, hurting. Yeah, and stuff so, like that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. The problem is. Um. The Chicago land <clears throat> area doesn't like humans. Um. So the beginning of this week, <laughs> it was in the fifties. You know, around the fifties. Uh, and for the for today and the next four days, it'll be in the 90s. And oh my, um, my complex is one of those complexes where we have heat and AC, but it is controlled by the landlord who has yet to turn the AC on. So, oh, no, we have we have AC weather, but we have no AC of which to speak. So, uh, you oh. know, yeah. Hey, shout out, shout out to our new landlords. Um, you guys are the bestest. <laughs> landlords are just like, uh, so we're going to just do what we want. We're going to, we're going to regulate the weather. They're, it's like you have the X-Men living yes. above you or yes. beneath you who are just like, we are storm. Yes. We're just going to give you weather that we want to give you. Hold on. I got a shoe box. I'm going to put storm in it. Cause I know that's let me find, let me find out your landlords. Your landlords are, are global warming. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, we are missing two of our wonderful hosts this week. Sharif and Tanya are not with us. They are doing real life things. Uh, they are probably in the chat right now, hanging out and, uh, sending us things about me being on the beach. Cause I'm on the beach. Uh, but boy, uh, boy, uh, but I am super excited. This is a show that I've wanted to do for a very, very long time. And now we are definitely super, super excited to bring two dope folks who I'm really excited to have on the show. We have the COO of Able Gamers, Steven Spawn and Craig Kaufman, the program director of Able Gamers. Shout out to them in the chat. Shout out to them in the room. What's going on, Steve and Craig? How are you both doing? Good. Good. I'm super happy to have you here for multiple reasons. One, because... Craig is my is my laugh twin who uh, will tell that story in a second uh, for the folks who don't know about that. Um, but Steve, we've met on a couple of occasions uh, at different conferences uh, and I've had the chance to say what's up to you. And this, the work that you both are doing and the rest of the crew at Able Gamers is amazing. So, it's such great and, and foundational work what you are all doing in this space making sure that everyone with disabilities can play games and make sure that they are taken care of in ways that a lot of folks um, aren't paying attention to, to, to folks in that space. Um, first of all, thank you both for, for doing the phenomenal work that yes, you do. Yes. Yes. Um, and also I, I, I want to give the stage to both of you. Um, I'll start off with you, Steve. And, and for the folks who don't know at home, what able gamers is about and what you all do uh, with the company. I'd love for you to just share that out with the folks at home. Yeah, sure. So uh, Able Gamers is a 
non-profit charity that helps people with disabilities be able to play video games just like everyone else. Uh, we do that by going out into the community and helping people with disabilities who come to us find out exactly what technology they need in order to be able to play games. So that means you come to us and you say, oh, you know, Greg, I you know, can't play because my hand doesn't work so well on the left side, and I've got three fingers that work really good over here, and, you know, uh, my foot works, but it's really hard to move my neck. And Craig could take all of that, magically compute it into his head, and figure out exactly what controller you would need. And we just do that every day for a living, helping people be able to play games again. That's fantastic. Craig, what about what about you? What, what are you doing over at Able Gamers right now? Oh, it's been it's been a little busy uh, the last couple weeks, but um, a lot of what I get to do with the day to day is obviously I work with Steve. We figure out the grants of what um, you know, what kind of input devices people need. But I also get to work, you know, directly with the community as far as like fundraising and outreach efforts. So, um, you know, working with streamers who are trying to do fundraising events or kids in in you know, their college classes doing fundraising events. A lot of that I get to help set up. So if somebody has questions about fundraising, I answer that. Um, and then just a little bit of everything. I mean, I know there's a lot of things that go on in the organization. And uh, for a very, very long time, there was only a handful of us doing a lot of things. So we wear many hats. Uh, so yeah. whether whether yeah. I'm in charge of something or playing the support role to Steve on certain things, you know, we all kind of pitch in to do everything that is needed in the organization. Yeah, and so you know, I mean, the 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 funny thing is, uh, here here in Chicago, Spawn of Me is all about diversity and all about inclusion, and you know, all, all about those things. And and when people think about those things, uh, typically they think about uh, racial equality and 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 you know, and uh, sexual equality and sexual liberation and that kind of stuff. But but you know, the the great thing is that you guys are able to bring another portion of that like inclusion means everyone um and the fact that you guys are are uh saying hey you know just because these these uh controllers are the games that we play the 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 outlet for this entertainment uh you know lots of them have physical devices or you know physical uh inputs uh doesn't mean that it's an impediment for people uh, who who have you know natural difficulty using those things doesn't mean that they can't play. So I mean, I, I think that's awesome. Uh, how did how did all of this get started? Well, you know, we've been around now for a little over fourteen years. Um, that's it's, crazy. It's, wow. it's it's a long time. Um, Craig got started like nine years ago. I started thirteen, 13 and a half. Yeah, wow. it's been a while. I, I, I literally have to go look wow. up the dates at this point because it's they're getting so crazy. Um, right. But uh, it started a long time ago when the man who founded it all, Mark Barlet, he had his uh, sister from another mother, uh, Stephanie Walker, and she loved to play EverQuest with him. That was actually how they stayed connection, was the old EverQuest game. And, uh, EQ. Shout when, out to EQ. EQ, yeah. Um, when, and and service-related injury took Mark off the base, that was the only way that they could still connect. And uh, so when she couldn't play anymore because of her MS, uh, it attacked. It took away her ability to play with the mouse, and they were panicking. They were like, well, what do we do? Mark looked on the Internet. There was no information. There was nothing out there for, well, if I'm disabled, what do I do now? So uh, fortunately, very luckily, the MS attack subsided. Stephanie is okay today. Everything has stayed working in order, which is great. For uh, We're so happy for Steph. Um, right. But for... 
from Mark, he was like, this is something we need to do. We need to take this EverQuest blog. We turned, you know, turned it into this uh, repository for gamers to come and find out what, how you can play games. And, you know, a little bit of stuff in the middle, question mark, question mark, now international charity. <laughs> right, 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 right. Step two. Right. Step two. Right. <laughs> right. I'm kind of curious, Steve. I want to hear a little bit about your gamer story because I know that a lot of folks, when they get into the space, when they, I don't think any folks really think that when they're getting into um, playing games or that they're into this form of entertainment, that one day they're going to be the COO of, of a phenomenal <laughs> company like this. Uh, most folks are, you know, kind of getting into gaming just as their hobby. But I would love to know, like, where you started off in your gaming uh, journey as well. Okay, so a uh, funny story that, that I have to expose a bit of my youth here. So I, <laughs> I used to play a game called Star Seas Tribes uh, long ago. Uh, oh, long tribes. Ago, tribes, yeah. Dude, I was really good at tribes. I, I bombed the hell out of some people from Tybees. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, but um, it was it was it was my my chosen thing was first person shooters, and I started losing that ability. I started not being able to <laughs> to game like I wanted to. I have a, a disability called spinal muscular atrophy. So what that does is slowly taking away my abilities. I was the strongest I'll ever be when I was born, and I'm just getting weaker as time goes on. Mm. So now I can barely move anything, but back then I could move my arms some, right? So, But I was losing that ability, and I didn't want to. So I went to the internet, I looked for something that could help me out. I figured out oh, there's got to be technology, right? We're going to have a hollow deck soon, so surely there's got to be something. Right. Like a bionic <laughs> arm or something, I don't know. And uh, I kept looking, and I found Able Gamers, and on Able Gamers... There was a story uh, about how you couldn't play uh, World of Warcraft if you couldn't move your arms. And I was like, I, I could do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I literally posted, like, I'm on there, like, oh, a little angry 20-year-old, like, ah, oh, you guys are stupid. You, you know, you can do this. This is how you do it. And thank goodness Mark is, this is a good dude who, uh, he didn't turn me away like I deserved. He was like, all right, you think you can do better? <laughs> Write the darn article. I was like, okay. Sure, I'll do it. And then he made me write it. I wrote it. And then we got email saying, thank you so much. And I helped people. I had people come to me and thank me for what I wrote and how it worked. And, uh, yeah, I realized, you know, 15 years later, I got suckered. He was like, ha I know how to get this guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about you, Craig? I want, I want to hear about where you, where you got into the game. Literally. So mine, uh, I will, I will condense it for the sake of time, but, um, I was working at a video game store in, uh, in Pennsylvania. Like I just moved from where I lived about two hours away and started managing a game store. And I'm, you know, I'm worried about like how you know how I can get more pre-orders on Call of Duty. The normal things of working in a video game store, uh, the nor the issues that you normally run into of like pre-orders and all that fun stuff. And I had a like the first week I was there, I had a family come in. Um, it was a dad and a child, and he was like, uh, "My son and I got in a car accident, and he has a traumatic brain injury. What games can he play?" And this was the first mm. time I was like, "I don't know." I, I, I right. have no answer. Right. Huh. And this is something that I felt like I should know. Um, so I said, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Give me three days. I will come up with an answer. So I went online and I started Googling and I found Able Gamers. And uh, I believe it was either Steve or Mark was able to help the, uh, the family figure out games that were good for, um, for the child to be able to play. Uh, different, you know, controller setups, different things like that. And I was like, well, that was cool. I'm glad I was able to connect them, you know. And then uh, a year later, I 
I woke up with like a shoulder injury. So this was weird. My head was stuck Hmm. to my side like this for about eight months and I just had incredible pain and I couldn't move my arm. And, um, Hmm. halfway through it, I started thinking about, uh, the kid who I, who I had helped and able gamers and all this stuff. And I was like, well, not that I helped who able gamers helped, but who I connected. And I I was like, you know, this is actually really important because I was having problems playing video games. And I was like, you know, this is something that more people should do. So, uh, you know, should focus on. And what ended up happening was uh, I, while I was on some heavy painkillers, decided that I would do like a 24 hour stream to support able gamers. This was before Twitch even <laughs> existed. So it was on like Ustream. Oh, wow. um, and oh, I yeah. raised, wow. I raised like 150 bucks. It was with uh, Mia, my wife and Ethan, my brother, we, we did a charity stream and I got I an know. email back from Mark, the founder and said, Hey, we were able to buy a child with ms a controller because of your stream and i was like oh man cool can i do this forever and eventually i hung out until they gave me an email address <laughs> and they eventually just kind of started putting me to work but that was pretty much it you know it was, it's something that's important and i was like cool i'm gonna hang out until you let me do this so right. that's basically it right wow yeah, yeah. Well, that's, we were, that's fantastic Greg and i were at the <laughs> this 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 is Funny to me, but I don't know how funny it's going to be to the crowd, but the, the Genesis story. <laughs> uh, me and Craig, was we started out at the first PAX together. And, uh, oh, wow. Oh. And we were sort of just, you know, trying to decide, like, uh, you know, like you do when you're in a new friendship, like you're sizing each other up, and we're all walking around doing our thing. We really hadn't had time to talk because it's super loud there. And right. uh, so, so literally, PAX shut down the elevator, so I could not get down to the bottom floor of PAX. Holy shit. Oh, Young, what? Craig sipping some tea. What? So, uh... <laughs> I don't have any of that so, here. <laughs> so, literally, we go over and, and we talk to the people. We're like, you know, we need to get downstairs. We got interviews. We got to do this thing. And they're like, all right, well, you can go over there on the service elevator. So, they literally make me go down the service elevator with a tray of chicken nuggets and Craig. And we nice. What? Yep. And literally, so we're, we're, we're in the in the elevator bonding over the fact that Pax is shoving us in an elevator with chicken nuggets. And, uh, right. Yeah. Did you eat the Did you eat the nuggets? Uh, I did not. No. Well, it wasn't a tray. Oh, it on. was a pallet. I just to clarify, yeah. it was like That's a true. full it's pallet, pallet. Yeah. of all of the chicken nuggets that would be served to uh, the Pax attendees. So you can imagine how many chicken nuggets that was. It was right. Yes. It was up there. Yeah. It was. It yeah. was. All of the chicken nuggets. It was yeah. all of them. Everyone, yes. All them, every chicken nugget oh. in Boston was in that elevator. Um, yeah, we we sort of bonded over the ridiculousness of it. And uh, Craig, I could really see how Craig was a good dude because he was really mad about it. You know, we went and we solved the problem later. And, you know, Pax was all, you know, sorry, that'll never happen again. And it never happened again. But I didn't get any free right. chicken nuggets either. So, Oh, 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 wait a minute. Yeah, then yeah. then they really haven't solved the problem. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, so. <laughs> 14 how, how years later. How do you just shirk? How do you shirk responsibility while you just like, here are all the nuggets? Right. <laughs> well, you got to ride with the nuggets. Uh, they got to ride with us. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that is true. They, there you go. That is, that is very, very true. So the, the, so uh, the, um, the great thing about uh, the stories is, is again, is talking about understanding like, hey, if you have a disability, it is part of your life, but it doesn't mean that you you can't that you do, that you stop doing the things that you love. Um, and, and, you know, and that's so important. Um, one of the things and obviously we'll talk about the, you know, the real big news that that released last week. Um, but 
as we've moved forward as in an industry, there have been uh, many more uh, abilities, input devices uh, for for games. How many of those have you guys been able to take advantage of the VRs, the the motion controls, um, and how has that been able to help uh, the able gamer community? So, um, yeah, it, it's it's been really cool because there's been more options coming out from different gaming companies. So. Um, you know, even things like the Elite Controller is something that we utilize a lot just because it has... Oh, yeah, I actually have one here. Just because we have, like, you know, being able to put buttons on the back is something that's huge. Um, and motion controls are something that for some people is awesome and it helps them be able to play. But for some people, it's a huge barrier. So it it is... It's, it's interesting because it's a game-by-game, system-by-system... Uh, basis to figure out, you know, what what's going to be something that helps and what's going to be something that is a problem. I'm always curious to know <clears throat> when you have so many different ways in which you can help folks through these input devices and through these different kinds of um, uh, uh, controllers and and buttons and all these things. What are some of the um, what are some of the most kind of like difficult situations that you've had to kind of get past to help someone to game? Like what was what was a particular um, ailment or 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 disability that you that you might have felt at a certain point earlier on in the in the able gamers um, uh, existence that we were like this is a thing that we just don't know how to deal with yet we we haven't gotten the technology yet to be able to kind of help folks with this particular ailment that now you've seen throughout the years have kind of been changed or the tech has gotten better uh, that have helped a kind of specific um, uh, ailment or, or, or disability. No, I think we can do everything. Oh, uh, no. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, sure. If Greg and I have both had different answers here, but I think, I think the ones where someone has zero ability are, are frustrating even to this day. Um, Mm. Eye gaze is is it's a good technology, but it's not quite there yet. Um, we can do some things with eye gaze, but it's it's not where we would like it to be. And um, voice recognition technology also not as good as we'd like it to be. Um, so, right. um, you know, fortunately, um, we've developed some great controllers where you can use very little input. Um, we mm. can take with a couple of switches. We can uh, basically, if if I can get you five points. So five different fingers, five different muscles, your chin turning different ways. We can get you into basic games, like maybe driving a car or on a platform or running around. Um, so with very basic input, you can do some things. But uh, it would be nice if there was a little bit more out there, uh, particularly for kids who have no muscle ability whatsoever. And I know like one of the other so. things, too, that we've been hitting is, you know, there's there's controller options then we can we can solder and hack together controllers but a lot of it is the things that the developers do so um in terms of like deaf gamers and blind gamers that's something that the developers mm. need to actually program for and you know right um we've been starting to see a little bit more of a change through advocacy and being able to talk and work with developers on it but that's one of the things that is probably the most difficult the things that are completely out of our control that you know so that's why we go and we advocate and we're we work with a lot of developers at a lot of hours of the day to try to give the feedback for it, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's and and to, to developer credit, it's like not the developers are great. Most developers are awesome. Um, there are some that we wish would be better. Cough Nintendo. Um, the, there's there's <laughs> yeah. so many. 
there's so many amazing Nintendo worlds out there that I wish we could we could help people access, and we can't always do that right now. And uh, so we're we're hoping that they're going to keep pushing to get better. Um, Xbox has done really well, uh, PlayStation too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for for a fast story, uh, Craig and I were out of facts. You know, go figure facts again. Um, and <laughs> there's one every week. This time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, really. I'm basically. actually there right now. Um, so, right. <laughs> Pax looks so much nicer <laughs> now. Right. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is Pax after dark behind me. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, we the were service a, elevator is to your left. Yes, I think it's that thing back in the back, right? Like, uh, no, this is a chandelier. Right. No, but, um, so, so we were actually the panel. We were talking about, uh, we were talking about uh, colorblind settings, and we were talking about. Um, Starcraft and how you know it does you know a fairly good job, but they could do better in a lot of areas because they used to love to use green and red. And uh, mm, right, so Craig yeah. and I are standing there, you know, talking about this, and here's what you're gonna do, here's what you do, here's what they're. And the developers are looking at us, we're like, what's wrong? He's like, you know, I should really know all this because I'm actually colorblind. I never thought about this. And we're just like, oh no, <laughs> oh <What>? no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, what? because when you have a disability, you're just used to doing workarounds. It's, right, right, so, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's true. It's, it is very true. Right. It is very what, true. What, are, what have been some um, – you, st- you talked a little bit about <clears throat> working with the development community, which I find really interesting, right? So it's you, you've seen some folks in the space add some more accessibility options to their games of late. Uh, folks have been doing, you know, okay in the space. I'm sure that you both have – very very insightful uh, <laughs> thoughts about who is doing the best and who's who's still lagging a little bit behind. But I would love to know. I'm going to ask this one to Craig. Um, who who is some of the games, or what are some of the games? Don't you make that face. Don't make me laugh I'm on the show. <laughs> what, what are some of the games you've seen of late that have done really well in this space? Who are, who are who look like they are actually kind of listening to the things that you're all saying and kind of making those steps uh, to making the games better for folks in that community. So it's it's kind of interesting because I know we've had this discussion where we're like five years ago, we were incredibly excited that there was a colorblind mode like that yes, was right. huge. That was big news when there was a colorblind mode. And now you're starting to see these companies start adding these features. So like Uncharted 4 was incredible with a lot of the accessibility features they did. And even, you know, something as recent as a, a Sea of Thieves patched in a bunch of accessibility things yesterday. So it's it's awesome to see like, you know, it becoming a thing in game development like it has to be a good game development includes these things so you know for example sea of thieves added a colorblind mode yesterday and they have full button remapping and um that's awesome i've also been addicted to it recently so that's i will talk about that all the time awesome game but uh best water ever that water is great (laughs) so good Um, so good but there's a lot of companies doing it i know i to to pick one is interesting but like it's awesome to see that it's becoming a staple. Like it's cool. Do you have button remapping? Is there colorblind mode? It's it's interesting now because I've noticed that instead of looking for and highlighting games that are doing well, my focus has shifted to games that are doing poorly versus years ago mm. when there was a colorblind right. mode, it was amazing. We're like, this is a step towards right. the future. And now I look at companies that are are still in the past and I just it's you just get mad. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I mean, Makes you sense. know, I mean we should we should be expecting uh that that you know games for everyone are games for everyone and and in fact um you know, shout out to Microsoft who is has a division that is called Games for Everyone. 
uh, and they're making great inroads in 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 uh, in that in that regard, and you know, in so much that they created this brand new controller. Um, and I know that they they've partnered with you guys. Did they work with you guys uh, specifically to uh, introduce the name? I don't like it, but uh, <laughs> but apparently, but apparently, um, everyone uh, last week thought I was wrong for saying that I didn't yeah. like the name of this controller. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, we, we didn't get a vote either, so. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's called, like, the Xbox, Xbox Accessibility Xbox Controller. Xbox Adaptive Controller. Yeah, Zap, Xbox sure. Adaptive. Yep. Yes, th- yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, so did they, did they work with you guys specifically, or did they come to you after the fact and said, hey, look, we've got this thing. What do you guys think of it? Little column A, little column B. So, um, sure. So we've been working with them in secret for about three years on this. Um, oh wow, wow! So Long time. we've yeah yeah we've had all the prototypes. We've we've seen it. Um, we we won't tell you how how in we were. Uh, so one of the first Craig calls Craig and I had with with Microsoft on this one. Uh, the lawyers were not yet satisfied that we were in totally. So they so one wow. of them literally had to draw what the thing looked like on a legal pad because they couldn't wow. show us the device. The lawyers were not yet happy, so uh, so shout out to the legal team, which I'm sure loves me now for telling that story. Um, <laughs> right, we, we were like talking about button placements and stuff on a on a Hold drawing. On. <laughs> on a drawing. Um, yeah. yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix, right? Objection. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, that's so good. So it was, uh, but it was it was great. We uh we've been helping for a long time. We got to to see all the prototypes, and um, although the name is silly, um, the I wanted to go with like you know the spectacular one or something, but they wouldn't let me name it. Um, <laughs> but it was great because we got we got to really uh, work with the team. We got to give a lot of feedback, and um, you know Craig and I spent a lot of hours helping them, and they also um, took inspiration from a lot of things that we had gotten to do over the years. So it was it was really an honor for us and a privilege. Yeah, one of the one of the cool things because first of all, you all made me cry. Good. So that that was that was the thing that I did not expect early in the morning when I saw that everything got announced and I was like what is happening right now because I know how hard it is. One first of all, both of you are amazing and the whole team is is really good. If there is a secret that I need to hold, I'm giving it to you two and the rest of the Able Gamers crew. <laughs> Because to hold on to that information for three years yeah, is madness yep. in, a, in, a, in, a, in an industry where everything gets leaked and people talk and everyone shares information. Not that that happens with us and anybody else and all that stuff, right, no, right, but right. you know, friend friend DAs and all that stuff. But like, how how was it? How did you all get through those three years without that stuff getting out? That's a huge, cause it's not like it's just an internal project that able gamers was doing. It's cross collaborative with you and Xbox in a really profound way. How does that just not happen? Kudos to both of you on it, that, by the way, it was difficult, but it was one of those things where we knew we had to keep quiet about it because if we, if it leaked, it could have been scrapped. And it was one of those things where it's mm. like, such an important device that we were all hands on deck ready to go and we're like we want to work with you we want to do whatever we can and you know we didn't want to take that risk of having this thing leak and then have it be like a problem or have it not come out and we knew how how important this was going to be so um yeah we like as soon as we could talk about it 
like mine is next to me all the time. I'm incredibly excited about it. It was hard to not talk about it, especially because right we had people that we could have given them to. So it was like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. Yeah, that that must have been extremely difficult to have this. Especially when like, people are up. asking us, like, so do you have any uh, suggestions in what areas of hardware we should go into? We're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I have some ideas, can't talk to you now, bye. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> right. Come and but see it, but, me. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, and we and we're, we're trying to lock down a show with Gabby Michelle, who worked on who was working on the hardware side <clears throat> as well. Because I would love to hear just from a nuts and bolts perspective of how you know Microsoft was looking at this at this project as well. But now that it's out in the world, and I'm sure folks in in the community uh, maybe not have got a chance to actually like get a lot of hands on, but I'm sure you had a couple of folks within team or at least come in to be able to help test with some of this stuff. What is, what has been the reaction to, you know, if they have had a chance to be able to do that, if that's something that you can share um, to, to the control itself, to, to, to how it's working and to how people are kind of responding to it. What is, what has been the response? I'm sure to, to all of you. It's, it's been phenomenal so far from what we're allowed to show people. We, we had very strict yeah. NDA that we had to follow. Um, it's easy when you know there's golden robots that will come and beat you if you try to break an NDA. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. so don't don't like getting killed by robots. So um, yeah, but we the people we could show um, they they've they've loved it so far. I mean, you know, the the the, the three second origin story is just that you know Microsoft came up with this this great controller from a hackathon and they brought it to the team and the team brought in able gamers and craig's hospital not that craig like craig's hospital the place uh, it might be his hospital i don't know um do you own a hospital craig can i be a nurse in your hospital oh craig? Well, that's Ooh. for a different podcast but yeah gray's anatomy up in right. his piece Woo. oh fucking 50 shades of craig up in here um yeah really hey. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite uh, use of it so far Craig? uh so it's been it's been a lot of fun to be able to try it with different games so um everything from testing it out obviously like when you look at that kind of controller and plugging in switches one of the more difficult game types to be able to play would be like a first person shooter because you're in a 3d world moving around um so that was the first thing i tested with it i was like let's plug this into overwatch and uh so I actually, the first thing I did was I played uh, as D.Va with the two joysticks, which felt kind of fun. And then uh, I got play of the game, the first match. And I was like, done. This controller wow. will work. Um, this hmm. is this is going to be something that has so many options. And then I still play with it on Overwatch. I've actually started plugging it in on my PC as well. And I have a foot pedal now. So uh, when I want to spam voice lines, I can just stomp my feet a bunch. <laughs> And make Lucio say a whole bunch of cool stuff. (laughs) But it's it's just having options and being able to add buttons that make it feel more comfortable to play and just having complete control over how you want to line, you know, switches up and buttons up. It's been it's been really good. And it's gonna be great for for co piloting as well. I mean so we we need more time to do more studies and more, you know, uh, advanced testing. But we've been doing this with the Adroit controller. The Adroit controller uh, was our partnership with Evil Controllers. It was the controller that was a large inspiration for this controller. Um, you know, sort of the evolution of, if you will. 
Um, and the Adroit right. had the same thing where you could plug in switches and you could, you know, but a much more basic version of it. Um, and we've, we've been having some great success with that. Um, you know, with, with the new controller, uh, so it sort of looks like a Nintendo gamepad in a lot of ways, an NES pad. Right. Um, yeah. My, my, my friend Princess was, was holding the controller on her lap and I plugged in my Switch I used for my wheelchair and I was literally just going to use it to shoot people with. And I was going to shoot while she runs huh. around and aims. And it was just like, this is just nice. what you can do now. You know, you if you can't... That's so yeah, dope. It's like, this. It, yeah. I was trying to imagine, what, what if I could only push one button? Okay, well, this is what I'd do. I'd take the fun. I'd take, I'd take the firing, because that's the fun part, right? And then I'd leave her with running around. And uh, I'd just shoot <laughs> What is, I mean, one of the cool parts about that, too, is like... I. I know this has nothing really to do with the functionality of it and it doesn't in the grand scheme it doesn't matter but the device itself is a sexy device like it looks nice when you when you show it off to folks it, it's a thing that from from the outside from, from people who are who are not in the disability world they can look at this and say well wow they took care with this particular controller and they took uh the, the, they cared about the aesthetic and things like that it's just a really nice uh, part of the story as well. That's like goes along with like how people are taking care with the particular hardware too. It's, it's nice to see that they, that they, they took those extra steps to do that. They focused to make sure it was going to be part of like when we got to do Steve and I got to do presentations with them on some of the stuff and they were incredibly passionate about making sure that the controller Mm -hmm. fits in with the Xbox family. Um, Though I believe the quote that the guy uh, uh, Naveen, who I was doing the presentations with, said he wanted to. They wanted to make sure that it fit in with the the system family, right. and that there was no otherness to it. They wanted to make sure that when you got this controller, right. like yes. that looks like an Xbox controller, and uh, yeah, it it is. It's really slick looking. It's nice. Yeah, I like that. You can if you're if you're in a wheelchair, you have a disability. You can right. literally just right. Tell your friend, hey, right. grab me my controller. Right. You know, and, that and is, that right. Is, that is really, right. really dope. And, right. and uh, so you know, I, you guys so kind so of alluded to the fact that, you know, there were there were times before it was was officially announced that you wanted to help people out uh, by, you know, like this controller would definitely have been the answer to uh, whatever questions they had. You now have the ability to do that. And I know that you guys have a uh, charity uh, of not event, but you have a, a charitable network set up just for this controller. Is that correct? So we have our grant system um, where we, we give out controllers. Mm-hmm. And um, so when people make donations, that's going towards the mission and allowing us to be able to buy more controllers. Um, so I have a feeling we're going to see this device be one of the one of the things we start giving out. But um, if people host fundraising events or donate to the charity, that's mm-hmm. going to help us buy many different kind of controllers. So whether it's like a mouth controller, a foot controller, or um, a combination of both that plug into the Xbox adaptive controller, you know, that's we basically any input device we buy it and we make sure that people have it so they can play games. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. so uh, we'll, we'll give you a chance to talk about the link, uh, and you know, where they can, can reach you at the end of the show, but why don't you go ahead and start plugging plug it now? Plug okay, got it. Pre-plug. Uh, so we will, um, so you could go to ablegamers.org, obviously, is where you could find out information. Um, if you need to apply for a controller grant, we've got a lot of information on the site. You could go to ablegamers.org. If you're looking to donate or fundraise, uh, you could go to adaytogame.com, um, and it will forward you over to the page where you can set up your own fundraising event, whether you're doing like a, you know, a Twitch stream or a bake sale, you can set up 
how to do fundraising as well as you can make a donation. So, um, those are, those are two of the websites that I would recommend going to if you want to support our mission. I support that. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I I support you supporting that mission. (laughs) Nicely done. Nicely done. We're going to take a quick two-minute break. We're going to come back from the break, and I want to ask you all. I want to let C finish his question, and then I also want to get both of your uh, opinions on what you're super excited for for E3 and what you've been playing as as well. So we're going to take a quick break, everybody. Uh, Give us two minutes. uh, Enjoy some lovely music while we ride in this elevator with these nuggets. (laughs) So we'll we'll be right back after this. Hey, Spawn Army listeners, this is the crew of The Optional Podcast, coming to you each week from New York City, where we host a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment. Our podcast is on a mission to highlight more voices of color in games media. We represent those who love the art form but don't fit in with the gamer status quo. So be sure to check us out at theoptionalpodcast.com. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube. We're not your typical gaming podcast. This is video game commentary for the rest of us. We are back from our break. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody up in Twitch land, out in podcast land. Thank you all for hanging out. Ooh. Shout out to Major Linux, who is always super dope and uh, doing so many wonderful extra live streams uh, for the kids, for the children, for the babies, uh, <laughs> as they say uh, in Beyonce land. Uh, Beehive, don't stab me. Don't kill me, please. I'm sorry. I love you all. Um See, you were in the middle of asking a question before we went to <laughs> went to break. Uh, I wanted you to be able to finish that up. Yeah. Um, well, besides, um, does anybody have a uh, do you guys have good tips for drinking alcohol in extreme heat? Um, but I have a I have another more serious question. Um, so let's let's talk. Let's talk games. Let's talk about. uh what games you guys are playing right now, what games are uh, getting you excited, and then that will lead directly into the uh, question that Cod teased before the break. I have I have put in a lot of... Basically, all I've been playing recently is... Uh, I play a lot of Overwatch, but that's kind of like the base addiction of game I play is just right. Overwatch. Um, I've recently put in a bunch of hours in the Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So that's that's... That's been a lot of fun. Like right. every night I, I play Sea of Thieves, I've started watching streams. It's becoming a problem, actually. Uh, so that's it's, kind of it's, exciting. It's such a pla- palate cleanser type of game. Um, you know, besides the fact that it's got the most beautiful water you've ever seen in games. Um, but it is it is really just a a great game where like it's it's competitive, but not ultra competitive. It's like there there is a level of aggression in it, but it's not ultra aggressive. It really is like super cooperative and just a lot of fun. So that's how could, see the the world of it is incredible, but I don't play it competitively. I go in alone and I go in my in my sloop and I try to go to the big ships and just play music and make friends. So the nice. way I play it is I jump <laughs> on a ship of four and then I just play the game with them. I get nice. no money out of it. I get nothing. But there's something fun about being able to communicate through, like, playing, I don't know, a pirate instrument. I don't know what any of those are. But play the little <laughs> pirate instrument, wave, wave at them, and then have them be like, oh, he's cool. Let's just go on a mission. So it's like there's so many cool things about that game where I I haven't gotten lost in a game in a long time. And that is one of them where I'm just like, I'm going to go make friends with the ship. Let's see what happens. And surprisingly, <laughs> I don't get murdered all the time. So it's kind of nice. Right on. 
Right on. That is pretty good. Do you do you have a good sea shanty in you? Do you, do you, do you have a good song? What is amazing that, what about is your Sea fav- of Thieves is it, it it just does it for you. So you don't have to. Right. I don't have any shanties. That's blah, 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 but I blah, but I can blah, play blah, it. Blah. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how to play a musical <laughs> instrument. I have no musical talent. I I barely have an iTunes account. But at the end of the day. <laughs> Like I can hit a button and just start making friends playing instruments. Like that's such a that's that amazes me. Nice. That's right. Steve has an uncanny ability to make friends in combat games. I I don't I don't I never I don't even understand. Like we had so so one of the games we've been playing a lot over the last year is Player Unknown. And right. Craig will literally make a game out of can he go into the game, drop on a house, and get the other guy not to shoot him. This, this is all he does. <laughs> It, that's how I play and, video and games. Does it work? I, d- I, d- I don't do the actual option, and I think I think there's something more magical about that. Is because the computer, like a game developer, can write how how a character is going to interact with you, but an actual person on the other end is way more difficult to communicate with versus the AI that is programmed in. So, like in Player Unknown, when I play with Steve, I literally will take cars and drive them off ramps and put them on top of houses and honk until people come over and uh i've had it where someone murdered me while i was trying to put things on the house and i'll like go over the microphone like hey man we're just trying to put these cars on the house um in my memory can you just go and drive one and i've like explained to them how to actually do it and then they do it (laughs) the best games you're like the Pied Piper oh, of video games. <laughs> That's the nicest thing anyone has ever called me on the internet. <laughs> Usually it's not that, that nice. That is fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. Steve, what about, what about you? Uh, when, when I'm actually playing games and not just watching Craig try to right, right. play them. Exactly. Um. <laughs> there we go. Laugh twinning. Got him. Got him. Told you Laugh twinning. <laughs> All right. Uh, I win. Um, so... <laughs> I'm a I'm, I'm still a shooter fan at heart, so I'm still in the PUBG, the Fortnite, and and lately killing zombies in in State of Decay, but nice. when it decides to work, um, yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, <laughs> but, but um, I'm I'm constantly looking for for ways to play with um, my community because um, you know uh, I just started doing the streaming thing not that long ago, and I've been having a ball just playing with people. Um, there's so many good single player games out there, but. It's so much more fun for me to just play with people. I don't know. It's uh, I I, I want to get into the story worlds. Like you know, I'd I'd love to go back to Mass Effect one of these days. But you know, it's just too much fun to just watch Craig try to charm people into not shooting him. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the best. Thing. I've never heard that before. Yeah, in my life. yeah, that's it's that's like, next level. It's like I'm gonna. It's literally like the song that wins all the time on Showtime and the Right, Apollo. right. He's singing about like, Jesus. Jesus. Love me. <laughs> so, so Craig and I were in duos, right? We're, we're in duos. We're in PUBG. We're in a house, like one of those like two one story like L shaped houses. And right. literally, I'm trying to, to guard a door so the dude doesn't come in and shoot him. And he literally starts in the open mic. Wait, 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 wait. And the dude actually waits and he opens the door, and the dude is like. This side standing there, and I'm like, "What are you doing, dude? What are you doing?" He's like, "Wait, just wait. I can get this guy not to shoot us. Wait." And he like walks outside, and he gets the dude not to shoot him. Craig's wearing his banana suit, just, just looking like he's like, "Dude, just don't shoot me. Just don't shoot. Don't shoot." And then like he just gets in the car, and we like go away. I'm just like, 
what? Wait, wait, I don't understand. Right. What? What? what kind of Jedi mind trick is that? <laughs> That's fantastic. It only works in video games. That's the problem. Yeah. In hey. video games, I can do it. In real life, I'm like, hey, man, why don't you give me a discount on there? They're like, right. I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we have to explain really quickly our laugh <laughs> laugh twin thing. So so we met at Craig and I met at at an event. I think this is actually PAX East. It was the last time I was actually in Boston. Because again, because uh, I'm, ne- yes. I'm never going to PAX again. No PAX East again. Uh, but we met and we were hanging out at an, at an event. Uh, it, it was you and Wade and and your wife, your lovely wife, and. We just started to hang out. It was one of those things where he had a banana suit on, and I came in. I was trying to shoot people. Right. <laughs> he was like, "He was like, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot." Um, and we had like a really like instant chill out session, and it was super weird because it never happens at conventions. Really, it's like one of those things you're like, "I see you, and you see me, and you look like a cool person, and you look like a cool person," and then we just vibed out for like half the half the time. Was it E3? I see E3 yeah, in the chat. E3. Yeah. Uh, it was E3? Okay, it was E3. It wasn't Paxies. Uh, 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 Pax on Paxies. Um, Pax on Paxies. Um, but yeah, we just started to hang out, and then we started to laugh at a random joke. And we started to look at each other because we literally have the same laugh. And it's frightening, but amazing and endearing at the same time. And I don't know what to do about it because anytime I see you, we try not to laugh. So we try to like make sure that we don't laugh because then it just becomes an infectious thing. So uh, we, we, the bad thing is we haven't laughed yet today to make it happen. What are you talking about? You just did. You, did. you just, just did. You just did. I tried. To, we haven't done the like same There's laugh. Ramp in the, up, we though. haven't done we the same laugh. We kind of have laugh. a different start because yeah. like it's kind of like a. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There they go. Right. It's like wind up toys. Right, 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 right. Get it synchronized. It's weird. It's such a weird thing. And it's like, it's one of those things where I can't not do it whenever I see you. So it's it's one of those funny, funny, like inside joke things that is not no longer an inside no. joke. But it's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's um, awesome. So besides all that, Besides all that, um, E3 is coming up, which is going to have a lot of laughs in it uh, <laughs> once we see all the things that uh, already got shared out when Walmart leaked everything last week. And we're like, yeah, that totally was a thing that got leaked out last week. Um, what are you all looking forward to? Is is E3 still the kind of like, you know, we've been talking about this internally on the show. Is E3 kind of losing its luster? Is it the thing that's kind of like going away because of various reasons? Because... It's no longer just a press show. Uh, you know, uh, Sony and other uh, uh, companies are kind of doing their own shows. Are you still both kind of like excited by E3 and, and that whole um, that whole spectacle of that? Steve, I'll go to you first. No, not really. Tell us how you really feel. Craig to be like, Steve, I'll say that. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> give me like eyes again. Uh, right, right. I'm Take sure two. <laughs> uh, E3 is amazing, and I am so happy for it to be soonish. I don't know when. Um, no, it's you know it's okay as a trade show. I, I you know it's their business; they can do whatever they want. Um, I think what they're doing with the press is a little bit shady, a little bit not cool. Um, we got rejected. Um, they, oh, they get out of really. Uh, they they told us to quote unquote apply on site, and they will decide if we're 
We're, we're oh the, yeah, just fly, know, fly just fly out to LA, yeah. and we'll yeah, let yeah. you know. Yep. You know what so, it is? Yeah. They're really low on elevators. Yeah. yeah they, so they don't have so, chicken nuggets. So right, right. They're low on chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Screw that. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, I mean, you know, as far as uh, as far as the, the the luster thing, I don't know. You got PAXs. That's where all the things get announced. You know. Mm. Um, yeah. But as far as the show itself goes, it's just it's just strange. It's also one of the least accessible shows. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. I have to talk very carefully here. E- uh, subcontractor of E3 came to us to ask if I could do favor for them about E3. I reached out <laughs> to our community to find E3 people. I'll need to be told. Yeah, no, I don't go to that one. That's not accessible. So right. Um, wow. They have most of their stuff up on tables where you have to sit on stools. Yeah. High high yeah. carpeting where you have to drag mm. a wheelchair through it. Yeah. So. No ASL translators on site. Yeah, I could go on and on. Yeah, so. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I, I, it's one of that's one of those things that if you're not paying attention to right. that, that's a thing that you miss. Yeah. That's and that's yeah. that's so really that was, interesting. Here's, huh. here's why I say some bastards. Now Craig's gonna take it. It's turned around positive. Watch this. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Ready for ready? this? Yep. Uh, you know, yep. even though E3 is changing and, you know, the industry is also being able to give indies their time, it's always really exciting to see E3 come around because everyone gets excited about games and you see all the new stuff coming out. So we'll see what comes out. I mean, it, you can't not be excited about it because it is video games. And if you're not excited about E3 at all, then you're probably working there and you're like, I, right. I just want this to be over. I want these announcements out. I want it to go. But like it's as... As someone who spends way too much money on video games, it's exciting because it's just one big commercial that it's going to show me what I'm spending money on. So I'm kind of excited for it. I mean, there's the leaks and stuff, but I'm going to play half of those games anyways. So show me it and put it on a stage and make it sound all exciting. Let's do it. (laughs) If this was coming to America, this is when I would look at the camera and I would put my hand on Craig's shoulder and I would be like, that boy good. That boy real good. Yeah, that was so good. Good and terrible. Oh my goodness! Right. But but I feel you though. It's it, it, it is one of those weird uh, kinds of shows, especially because it is literally like the longest weeks commercial for all the stuff that you know that you're going to wind up right. getting at some right. point. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, absolutely. See, do you have, you have any uh, last quick? Yeah. Questions well, or? so what? Uh, you know, now that now that we've gotten uh, your feels about the convention itself, and uh, you know, I I I mean. I, it was a weird thing that I noticed, um, you know, when I was there, the, the one time that I was there, uh, Steve, where like there weren't a lot of elevators. So, you know, like I, I was you know only half joking about the fact that yeah. um, and and, you know, and again, if you're trying to work that show and you're you know, you're disabled in any any way, shape or form screw trying to actually make appointments because there's no way right. you're going to be able to get around. Um, but but on the flip side, like Craig said, um if you're not at the show, it's it's almost like being at an auto show, right? Or 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 witnessing the new vehicles, like watching a video about about the New York Auto Show or the Detroit Auto Show or uh, the one here in Chicago. Um, if you love cars, there's nothing more exciting than to be able to see what the new new models of cars are going to be. So when you know that time of year is around, that is great. But if you have to cover that stuff, it is. It, it becomes a different type of challenge. Um, and, you know, not to say I'm very, very happy that that we were that we are are going again. 
Um, and I'm really excited about going again and seeing my friends and, and, and networking and doing all that stuff. But, but it is, it is a different type of challenge and what you, what you realize just like kind of, kind of like going to a sporting event. You know, I was a, a real big wrestling fan, um, back in the day. And, you know, the very first time that I was able to actually go to a, you know, a live raw or a live SmackDown or something like that. I realized what a different experience it was Um, and and what you know, what I was able to appreciate was how much more uh, color and excitement the announcers brought to, you know, brought to my enjoyment of the event. Um, Not to say that being at the event live wasn't a great experience, but being able to witness it from my couch with someone explaining things or someone discussing things and, and being able to dissect things with a drink in my hand and, and, uh, 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 a couch under my ass made, made things, made things a a lot easier to digest. And I think that's something that will happen at E3 as a result of us being there. There are things that we're going to be able to catch, but we won't be able to catch it all because there's things happening all over the place all the time. Um, and you know, for those people at home, they're going to be able to, to, to experience those things. So as people that will potentially be able to experience those things, uh, Steve and Craig, Steve, I'll ask you first, what games specifically are you looking forward to seeing revealed and, or hearing more about? And then Craig, same question to you. Maybe, you know, um, <laughs> Uh, I'll actually probably toss it pretty quickly to Craig because the, the one that I was looking forward to the most is, is Black Ops. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I'm super looking forward to that game. I love okay. Black Ops 2. Shout out to Black Ops 2, the greatest yes. shooter of all time. Um, mm-hmm. Such a good really? game. Really? Over, uh, over, over Modern Warfare 2, huh? Over Modern Warfare, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shots fired. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Uh, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Yep. Listen, listen. Until until you can lay down some claymores on one side of you and sit down in a sniper perch and make some people real mad because you're real good at shooting, then uh, yeah. So yeah. Agreed. Agreed on that. What about you, Craig? Uh, so I was excited. I know I saw Borderlands leak was one of the leaks. So Borderlands right. three would be something. It's weird talking about. It's weird that we're like, what are you excited for? Because there's all these leaks, and we're like, oh, I already right. saw these leaks. Uh, it's very weird how the internet changes the like E3 and it's just like, oh, all these games are going to leak. So, uh, Borderlands three looks, well, I obviously, I don't know what it looks like, but I played a lot of the other ones. So I assume it's going to look similar and play similar. So I'm excited for that. Um, and then rage two, like yeah, the trailer yeah, and the way they handled the leak. I'm yes. buying that game just because like the press yes. people are like, all right, our game has a certain, like tone to it and we can kind of use that for our marketing and it was it was perfect like the way they yeah. use the twitter headers everything i'm buying rage 2 just because i want just because of whoever runs their social media team on that weekend <laughs> they, i want to buy it because of that <laughs> all right there you go some market oh, some marketer just kept their job and That's skate true. a new skate needs to come out i think we're looking at skate oh, four oh my Let's god do it yeah. Then let's do Escape 5 that so and 6. I'm in Rage because it reminds me of Borderlands. It's interesting that you mentioned those two. It is weird. Yeah. I, I, when I was talking about it, I'm like, those are kind of similar, but I'm going to play them both. So Yeah, cool. you have you have a type, bro. Yeah. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so before we let you go, again, um, I want to thank you both for, for, for one, coming on the show, 
because uh, it was a thing that we have been trying to figure out how to get this to happen for a while. Just passing ships in the night. You were on your 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 one boat and playing shanties, and I was on the other boat trying to go to the other place. Uh, we never got it done until today. So I'm super excited uh, to have had you both on the show. And again, the work that you are all doing is such a needed and necessary thing in this space. And you, you and the rest of the able gamers crew and shout out to Greg, shout out to Greg. You know, I, you know, I love you, Greg, uh, who, who just joined the team. We all love him. Um, yeah, Greg's I love the hell out of hazy. He's good people. Um, it's just so nice to see the, the progression of where everything has started, both in the charity in the way that everything has kind of come come uh, around in terms of the way the community has kind of grown, the amazing folks who who are in your community who have also joined our chat tonight and on, on the stream. Um, and it's just such a nice thing to see so many wonderful things come together for folks who are doing really uh, phenomenal work. So thank you all uh, for, for, for coming and hanging out tonight with us. And, uh, and if there's anything that we can do over here at Swan and Me to help uh, push things forward, we are absolutely down to do. Uh, anything that you want to uh, involve us with, we are absolutely happy to, to this, be a part of it. So, where, again, thank this you this both. This is the part where I get to try to make you cry. Yes. Okay. So, let's wait until the end because this was super. Oh, Craig's giving the eye again. Damn it. No, it's... Um, <laughs> 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 so, my my favorite Able Gamer story, right? So, <clears throat> this, is, uh, this is in Chicago uh, about five years ago or so. And Microsoft was nice enough to set us up with a booth at an Abilities Expo. Abilities Expos are like packs, only for. The disability community, you go there, you can check out all the cool things that's for you that, you know, might help your life in any shape or way, right? So we have four four machines set up, two Xboxes, two PCs, random games. One of them is Forza. And so in Forza, you can play the game by you know, driving the car. There's a little automated system that helps you drive, so you only need to push a couple of buttons, right? So we have right. a setup with a left, a right, and a gas pedal. That's it. Well, we see this family who's sort of watching. It's a mom, a dad, a sister, and a brother in a wheelchair. And the brother in a wheelchair is, you know, uh, probably, I'd say, seven or eight, maybe nine, uh, reclined backwards, um, profoundly disabled, has a heart monitor on the table, um, breathing apparatus in the back, uh, laying back on the he- headrest mm-hmm. on the headrest. And uh, he's sort of looking in our direction. The family's kind of looking, too. So well, I'm like, come on, come over, come over. And they, you know... They do, but it's with a lot of effort on our part. I'm like, just, just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. They're like, okay, okay. And so we bring them over, and, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, the young child's all of, of their abilities and, you know, what they can do. And Mark and I are, are there looking it over, and we see that his foot is moving just a little bit. We're like, okay, we can work with this. So, you know, we, we confer, we agree, and the family's like, well, I, I don't think we can do this. I'm like, just, just give us a second. So we grab a foot pedal, we plug it into the Adroit, which is the, the controller I mentioned earlier that you can plug a switch into, and it can drive, right? We make it the gas pedal. So we, we have it there, we hold it up to his foot. His foot hits the pedal, it drives the car, the car goes roaring off, slams into a wall, and the kid starts <laughs> bubbling. He lit up like a Christmas tree. Oh, man, that's He is awesome. bubbling mm. and giggling. He's, not, he's nonverbal, so he can't speak. He is just the happiest little child I've ever seen in my entire life. And mom is crying, dad is crying, yeah. the sister, and it's just, it is a beautiful moment. Yeah. And it would be a, an amazing end to the story right there if it wasn't for the next day. 
the father. And the father's like, you know, nine foot twelve, like towering above me. I'm in my wheelchair, like three feet off the ground, looking up like, hey, what's up up there? And he's got tears in his eyes. And I'm like, oh, Mr. Salsa, what's what's wrong? He says, like, Steve has had to come by and thank you. I'm like, what do you mean, thank you? And he's, you know, we're still, we're, we're doing it. It's, it's fine. You know, this is what we do. I'm just trying to brush it off because it makes me uncomfortable to get thanked. So I'm just like, oh, that's fine, that's fine, And he's like, no, Steve, seriously, he squeezes my shoulder. And he's like, see, seriously, you don't understand. Every weekend, we sit on the couch and we watch these video games and commercials and cartoons. And every time... My son starts giggling and wiggling and bubbling, and he's he can't talk to me. He can't tell me he wants to play these things. But I know he does because right. he makes all of these delighted sounds. And you just gave that back to him. And now, because of Able Gamers, mm. my son is going to be able to have a dream come true. And right. I just it. tried not to cry on the spot. I was oh. just like, that's okay. So uh, it was, we hugged Man. and we parted ways. And the last I heard that they were still playing video games using that same controller. So, uh, you know, honestly, that was the moment I realized that uh, what, what Craig and I and our team do is not about video games. It's about people. It's about connecting right. you back to the, the community. Man. Uh, you got me. I don't know what to do with that you fight. Got me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, that's, again, it, there's nothing else to say but thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know, you're all doing amazing work and uh, it just shows just how wonderful this space can be when we actually do all pull together and try to figure out ways that we can help each yeah. other. So, um Steve, Craig, again, thank you so mo- so so much for being on with us tonight. Um anytime you want to come back and hang out, want to get some games in, we can maybe get some state of the K oh, in. Yeah. Maybe get some some she shanties in, there we go. <laughs> uh, and I can sing my songs. Sing my songs while Craig holds me on top of the on top of the bow, and we do our. Uh, 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 it's our a thing. real thing to watch Craig manage to get a fleet of, uh, of ships to just go along the sea together singing shanties. It it needs to be on TV somewhere for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure out a way to make that happen. We have to, we have to get, maybe that's the next spawn for good. We have to get some money together so we can. Make it's just that be happen. on public access. Just be like, just talking to my game. Please play with me. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh, see, can you? Oh, go ahead. I go ahead see Steve, a battle royale where he manages to get nobody to shoot each other. We're just all right, sitting right, around right, playing exactly. music. Oh right, it's, man! It's the final circle, and everyone's just squeezed. <laughs> We're all just hugging it's and waiting for right, the end. Hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> just we just all wait for the circle to collapse on everybody. And we all got raptured. Oh my goodness. Oh, that'd be so good. Oh my goodness. Um see if you can share the social media business out for everybody before we get up okay. out of here for episode two twenty two, that would be amazing. Talk to so all right. much, Craig. Craig do it. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um so uh before before we get to that, uh I'll say that Steve has a twenty six foot cat. Um, I do. Yes, so it's uh, 26 feet. Uh, you can see it from uh, from space. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, our our uh, oh wait a minute did we did we talk about so we did the plug before? Have we done the yeah. Have we done the plug at the end to talk about able gamers? So if people want to donate to able gamers, they go to Steve. Oh, yeah, share out your social media. You, you froze for a hot second. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so social medias. Uh, Craig. 
what is happening here? What? what? <laughs> it's so it's social media tag. Because you're better at promoting than I am. So so there you go. Do it. All right. So if you're interested in checking out more about Able Gamers, you can check us out at twitter.com slash Able Gamers, twitch.tv slash Able Gamers, facebook.com slash Able Gamers, basically anything slash Able Gamers. Um, MySpace. We do have a MySpace. MySpace. That's how long Able Gamers has been around. We have a MySpace. Right um, nice. So, yeah, you can find us pretty much anywhere uh, as far as Able Gamers. And then, um, yeah, if you have any questions, you can always reach out via email or just on Twitter or whatever. Email works best because Twitter, we sometimes may miss something. So mm-hmm. you can always shoot us an email right from our website. You can find us. Social media for your, uh, either of you two individuals? Do you partake yeah. in the social media yeah. if you if you care to would share, you care share of course. would you like to go steve and then turn it back over to me <laughs> i did i've i have actually thank been you. pointing at where the boxes are i hope that it's the same on, it's not because it's like, you guys i don't know is, no okay, it's working good. you got it yeah, you got the it right version so it of the brady bunch i've ever been on this is right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps staring at me it's scary um <laughs> So uh, you can find me on Twitter, Steven Spawn, spelled correctly, S-T-E-V-E-N, Spawn, S-P-O-H-N. Um, and on uh, the Twitchiverse, you can find me at Steve in Spawn. Uh, we were laughing about that earlier because my name is on Twitch is spelled the same way as Spawn on me. So like, this is amazing, this cross-collaboration thing. Yes, perfect. But you should follow Craig. Don't follow me. Craig's much more funny than I am. Follow Craig. Uh, uh, that's, that's humility <laughs> talking. We don't, we don't, we don't, mm-hmm. fa- we don't fall for that humility stuff. I'm not falling for the banana and the tailpipe. I am Craigums on Twitter and Twitch, so that's Craig, which is my name, UMS. Uh, it sounds like a, a serial, but that's the nickname I was given. So you can find Craigums, aka me, on Twitter and on <laughs> Twitch. Okay, the cereal line is new. I hadn't heard that before. That it does. Crazy. It sounds like a cereal or um or uh what is it? Steakums. People always yeah. uh, tell me it sounds like a candy, a cereal, or a cheap version of meat product. So yes, setting the bar real high for myself. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, food, food of the future. Uh, Craigums. Oh, <laughs> so our our social media business is as follows. Uh, on all social media platforms, you can follow Spawn on Me. You will find us there. If you want to follow us individually, check those bios and all of our information will be in there. SpawnOn.me is the website. You can find this episode and all of our past episodes, all of our great guests, all the 222 episodes that uh, in Spawn on Me's great history, uh, find that stuff there. If you are not here right now on Thursday, uh, 7.30 Pacific PM Pacific time, 10.30 Eastern time on twitch.tv slash spawn on me. Why ain't you here? Come on. Come on down. Come on and check us out. But if you happen to miss us there, you can always find this in podcast form every Tuesday on your favorite podcatcher, wherever it is. If it's a place where you can subscribe, obviously do that. And if it's a place where you can rate and review, please do so. It really helps us out a lot. And of course, tell your friends and enemies. Um, you know, we can get Craig to not shoot your enemies and they will become <laughs> friends. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, if you want to uh, help us out 
you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash spawn on me. Donate as little as a dollar. You get all of our shows plus our extra show, Spawn on Me After Dark, uh, where we talk about all sorts of various and sundry things. And uh, you can check that out. And it really, really does help us out a lot. And if you have a question, comment, or anecdote that you want to tell that is more than whatever the character limit is on Twitter now. I'm old. I don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> you could you could send it to our email at spawnomepodcast at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail. At old ass Twitter sucks. <laughs> <dot com. laughs> send a carrier pigeon. Oh, right. There you go. I was just telling somebody the other day, I was like, I want all my messages to be sent with, with wax seals. Yes, yes. Like, I just want like them to be Game rolled up. Like Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, I think I think uh, C, Tanya, and Reef are going to be gone next yes. week. Is that next yes, week? Yes, yes. You're, so, you're going to be oh, doing yeah. so, the, the, yeah, the D&D show, right? Let's be some plug-in. Let's do some plug-in. Um, you can plug next week while you're here by yourself. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, so next week, myself, Tanya, and Sharif will not be here. We will be on the West Coast, uh, on the left coast in L.A. with uh, Wizards of the Coast doing a D&D uh, reenactment or enactment. It's not a reenactment. We will actually be performing and everyone will get a taste of what we'll be doing this summer in the stream of many eyes, you can go, you can stay right here on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash DND. That is Dungeons N Dragons uh, and uh, at uh, 1230 Pacific. And you will see yours truly uh, the the good looking master himself, Sharif Jackson and the. uh proprietor and founder of I Need Diverse Games, our uh, Ministry of Diversity, Miss Tanya DePass, uh, along with the rest of our people from Rivals of Water Deep, which is our particular stream, on on uh, at twelve thirty on Saturday, June first or June second, June whatever whatever yes. day Saturday yep. is next week. <laughs> Uh, at twelve thirty <laughs> Pacific, I'm good at these things. Oh my it's God. hot. I'm, wait, I'm just waiting for you to scream some shit about the summer equinox. Right. It's, it's, It'll just be some random right. shit. It's, it's hot. Like yeah, and then the blood moon right. is happening, right. and then and D and D's in retrograde yep, will, and, and all that. Stuff. I'm a roll. I'm a roll a saving throw for the blood moon. We're, check. Be be sure to check all of their Twitter feeds yes. and D and D's Twitter yes. feeds, and we'll hopefully be able to share some of that stuff out here yes. as well on Spawn on Me's channel as yes. well. Um, again, thank you everybody who came and hung out with us tonight and every night that we do the show live. Thank you for checking out the show every Tuesday. Uh, we've been moving some things around. Uh, we have, we have left ESN.FM. Um, so we're moving some things around on our feed. So there have been a couple of uh, quick um, uh, interruptions that we're going to hopefully get fixed out, uh, fixed in, a, and we'll be back on our normal Tuesday schedule probably next week or the week after that. So just remember to keep refreshing your feeds and checking on that stuff, and we'll have all that stuff ready for you there. So until then, we're going to get up out of here. Thank you, everybody. Much love to you all. Shout-outs and peace. Peace. <laughs>